Welcome to the Captain Bagrat podcast, where we're on a mission to fight boring news about Asia and Australia. You know, it's a tough job, but somebody's got to do it with a finger on the Asian, well, Asianish pulse. As always, we're recording from downtown Chinatown with yours truly, the mythical Madam Chan and friends. Junripsua! Upper Adam. You what? Yeah! <laughs> Junripsua! Junripsua! That's hello in a respectful way. In which language? In Cambodian. Okay. Yeah, Khmer Cambodian. That's something we haven't done yet. Okay. Junripsua. Okay, I can see that. Okay, alright, fine. <laughs> <laughs> Learning new things every day. Yeah. <laughs> in Unexpected like Asia. Let's just go straight to Unexpected Asia then. <laughs> Um, we have actually unusual punishment for those not following correct COVID-19 protocol in East Jakarta and actually around Indonesia in general. This is not like those gold prospectors, like the dudes that we did. Remember we did oh, that yeah, article the on the gold, like the guys that were standing in like the poisonous rivers to <laughs> for gold in Jakarta. No, this is just as serious, but um, you don't have to stand in poisonous uh, rivers. Instead, it's coffin will get you in a coffin. You what? Exactly. So I'll explain the pun <laughs> later. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> coffin will get you in a coffin. Come on. Yeah. Come on. You should be able to guess that one. Yeah. And then also India marking the next generation of students in a unique way. Okay. And in um, today's Ponder Ponders, I've got like what are Aussies, or I've been pondering, what are Aussie, Aussies spending all their travel money on? So, you know, now you can't go overseas and spend your, you know, your, your lifetime savings. What are you going to spend it on? Shopping. Hold that thought. <laughs> and in Secret Asian, Asian-ish, we're going to talk about The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. And if you don't know, now you know. <laughs> yes, he is seriously uh, pretty amazing and famous, WWF. Yeah. yeah, he's made a good transition into like acting. Silver screen. Now. Yeah. And if you haven't heard of him, seriously, where have you been? Under a rock? <laughs> My puns are terrible today. Oh, man. <laughs> We just need a bit of oil just to help them go down. Yeah. <laughs> More of that later. First up on Unexpected Asia. Uh-huh. So, coffin will get you in a coffin. There have been many methods. Is this, is this like a government policy or something? <laughs> it's their new slogan campaign. <laughs> yeah. Some creative agency got paid way too much money to come up with that tagline. <laughs> Oh, well, it, and it all happened in the Southeast Asian country. So yeah. over in uh, Jakarta, they're actually uh, punishing people with a fine. So if you don't wear a mask in public, you get a fine of up to $16.90, uh-huh. which could be US or Australian. I haven't checked that. Sorry, my bad. Yeah. Or 60 minutes of community service. Yeah, that's yes. not, yeah. Yeah, it's not as good either. But anyway, but over in East Jakarta, Jakarta mm-hmm. uh, what's been happening is that um, people who haven't been wearing their uh, masks, they have been told to go in a coffin and stay in there for to count to 100. <laughs> I have nothing for that. No, I was just thinking, like, as you're saying that, I'm like, and then, like, this dude comes in and he's like David Copperfield and he, like, puts, like, a saw through you. <laughs> That's what and you, you get for coffin. Mat- yeah, <laughs> coffin feed coffin. Yeah, so we've heard many other methods over the past few months, such as, you know, Trump's way of saying, suggesting, oh, you should inject bleach into your body. That'll get rid of COVID. So, like, <laughs> just let me clarify this. So, you have, so, some law enforcement person. Yes. Who catches you not wearing a mask and spreading the disease 
called COVID-19. Puts you in a coffin. An open casket coffin to right. display in front of the public to show everyone. That public humiliation sort of thing, right? Absolutely. Asians love that. And public how long do you have to stay in the coffin? Well, they say you have to count to 100. But I was going on the internet and I was looking at all these photos. Yeah. So these guys uh, were in the coffin without a mask. So if they were counting to 100, oh, no. wouldn't that be spreading even more? Yeah, and putting it all over the coffin so the next yes. person ends up... And, uh, I know, and the coffin <laughs> is made out of wood, which means the saliva and yeah. your, resp- your perspiration will stay, will stick to it yeah. for a little bit longer. Oh dear. Anyway, so they didn't really think that one through, did they? No, maybe I'm just thinking too much. <laughs> <laughs> but then over in East Java, so yeah. um, the police over there are actually forcing people to wear masks. If they don't, they go to a cemetery late at night. They make them like literally sit in front of a head, like a tombstone, wow. and pray. For COVID-19 victims. Okay, yeah, fair but, enough. Which, you know, I think that's, that's not bad. That's, yeah, it's at least got some public purpose and it's got, you mm. know, hopefully a good outcome. Yeah, and they put a mask on them before they do that. And they put on a yellow vest on these guys as well to say, oh, you know, danger, these guys have done something wrong. And so, yeah, okay. yeah get them to do some prayers for those who, you know, victims of COVID-19. Interesting. So, like, mm. talking about, like, public humiliation and marking people <laughs> out, I've got some news about the world's biggest marker. Oh, you're and I'm talking a mark about there, aren't like you? you know like the pens mightier than the sword that kind of thing, and um, mark my word. And Sorry, apparently, oh God, the puns they're just getting worse as the show goes along. <laughs> it started off really bad, and now I just don't think it's going to improve. Anyway, Everybody so write this, in. this this um this someone's broken the Guinness World Records for the largest marker, and it's two point seven five meters long, by thirty one and a half centimeters wide. And it breaks the Guinness World Records as the largest marker ever made in the whole world. And don't ask me why. But anyway, this project was undertaken by <laughs> Muhammad Dalif. And he's a resident of the city Kerala, which is in, I'm guessing, is in India. India, yes. And um, there's this video of him and his team, like, building this marker thing. And it went viral on Facebook. And it basically shows, like, three men, like, having to heave the marker up to lift it up to write India, like, on this piece of paper. Mm. And... Um, and if <laughs> so, so, so silly, but like, imagine you know how some people like attracted to the smell from markers. Like, I wonder if you could like you could die from like I inhaling the smell just because the amount of like vapors coming off it. It smells and, really bad. Like even when I draw our comics with the black marker, I, I seriously get high sometimes. Like I can only do like three yeah. comics at a time. Otherwise, my oh, I, you get the ink. I, I get the ink. I get sort of lightheaded. Smell. Really lightheaded. Yeah, interesting. So mm. apparently it was all for a good cause. So Muhammad wrote in the video's link um, that apparently it was to, quote, inspire and motivate a new generation of people to read. So UNESCO's statistics um, have shown that there's been a real massive decline in literacy, particularly in India and Kerala, which is the city where this dude comes from, mm. um, is actually one of the, uh, has one of the highest literacy rates in India. Uh, sorry, highest literacy rates in, in India. So mm. they have 96.2% literacy, um, which is actually pretty pretty good. And perhaps this is a sign of the, the, the times because, you know, um, uh, the country was like kind of moving towards like this education thing for their future. Uh, and it was, a, it was a, a huge sign at the time. But um, I'm not sure where we're going with this story. But anyway, they had this dude and he created a massive marker and he's in the Guinness Book of World Records and it was all to promote... Literacy. literacy which is really good over in third world countries yeah so good on you for yeah. making a mark in history <laughs> make your mark <laughs> stamp of approval yeah 
Well, going from marking things, I'm going to talk about vouchers. Okay. So, so you know how in the UK during the whole COVID situation, like a lot of business, particularly small business, like in fact any business, the economy is now being reduced. Um, it's it's been it's been a huge impact. And in the UK, in order to get the economy going, they had um, a fifty percent off on Monday, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays, where they were encouraging the government was encouraging people to go out and eat. Yeah. And you get fifty percent off when you go and eat in yeah. pubs. Obviously, yeah, you can't combine them mm. together. You got to spend them separately, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So Sydney's, um, not Sydney, well, New South Wales government has yeah. brought in something similar. So they're about to trial in December um, to give out four twenty-five dollar vouchers. So you'll have to use the service New South Wales mobile app yeah. to download them. Yeah. But you can't use all four of them at the same time. You can yeah. only use them one at a time um, at some of these restaurants. So I don't, I don't think you're allowed to buy booze or go gambling. Uh, okay. Yeah, you have to only use. At, so I won't um, be able to use it at the new Crown Casino. No, 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 you won't. Yeah. Sorry. What a shame. I know. Because <laughs> apparently, they, even though they got smacked in the media the other day, yeah. they've lost their license. Um, <gasps> so they're not allowed to open. At all. Well, they're not allowed to open their gambling until uh, their gambling areas until a full review is done. It's going to take until March. Oh, no. So it's kind of messed up their open thing a little bit. So oh, no. And then their whole thing around the gambling licenses and Jeopardy. But they said that they'll still open the food and beverage facilities in December. Well, perfect. Let's all go and so, eat there. Um, yeah, maybe we can use it there. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, so they're running the trial in Sydney first in the CBD area. So I, I think Chinatown's considered a CBD. Yeah. And then they will have a full rollout in early 2021. So I don't understand That's what that cool. means. Is that like a full rollout? New South Wales like regional towns well and... i guess um mm. i guess they're trialing it here and then also you'd probably have to have some sort of arrangement with the restaurants right yeah so the how do they get the, sign up how do they it. get their money back like do they get it off their tax bill mm. like so they don't have to pay it on their bass statements or yeah so they get i don't Reimbursed know somehow. yeah yeah who knows yeah yeah it, it, yeah, it sounds really good. I think there's probably a few logistics that still need to be worked through. And the name is very appropriate, out and about. But then I'm also worried about the 1.5 meters. So, yeah. you know, in order for this to go um, be successful... For it to go viral. To go... <laughs> <laughs> and you're saying I got bad puns. Yeah. It could go viral in a negative yeah. way, in the physical negative way. True. Mm. Yeah, but anyway, you know what? We'll we gotta, what you got to do what you can do. Yeah. Anyway, over to something a little bit happier. Yeah, so Ponder Ponders. <laughs> like, so last year, in 2019, Australians spent over 40 billion Australian dollars on holidays. 40 billion. 40 billion dollars on holidays. And now... International holidays? Yeah, yeah, international. So like going outside. So every year that was $40 billion that was drained out of the Australian economy that would go to other places. Wow. So I was was thinking, I was having a conversation um, with a couple of peeps um, last week Mm. about where do you think that money is being spent now? Well, I think shopping, overeating and drinking possibly. Yeah. So like, you know, first of all, it was toilet paper. Oh, of course. Yes. And then it was like... Then it was rice. <laughs> then it was flour because everyone went through this baking phase. Like, and eggs. There were yeah, no eggs when I went to bake. Eggs and no self-raising flour. So, you know. People can't bake at home. You, you can't, gourmet bakers. You can't, you can't bake. Like, I guess that's what you do in lockdown is you start baking. You it's get like, a little sour because like you can't make a sourdough. Oh, man. <laughs> wow. Um, but apparently Australia is also sold out of um, jet skis. Mm, okay. Jig- jigsaw puzzles. Oh, wow. And underwear, apparently. Wow. So, um, 
intimate apparel, like things like sleepwear, bras, undies, and all that sort of stuff, their sales, according to um, to Maya, mm. have jumped between 100 to 400 percent um, in the last six months. Things are getting kinky in the room, I guess. Well, it's you know it's a new <laughs> form of it. You can only watch Netflix and chill for so long. <laughs> And you're stuck in the house. What are you supposed to do? And then um, also there's an interview for, with a guy called Tim McKinnon who comes from eBay. Mm. And he sort of done some analysis on what uh, people have been buying in the pandemic. And obviously in the early stages, it was all the stuff you'd expect. So it's things like, you know, masks and vitamins and health products um, hand, and all that. Hand, hand, hand sanitizer, sanitizer, like all of that. So, do you know that Facebook actually banned sales of masks and hand sanitizer? Because they knew that they were going to be swamped by all of these like quick upstart oh. companies trying to just make make bank yeah. off like ripping people off so they actually banned that form of advertising which i think is quite good i think it's good it's too. quite clever because it would have like had a pretty negative sort of um customer experience i think absolutely i don't think i don't think their server would have been able to uh, deal with it either yeah so yeah. um so anyway for the for the other things like talk, looking at ebay um things like sporting equipment so dumbbells um, of course board games yoga mats probably. Dad, yoga mats like all of that sort of stuff. Um, uh, laptop stands. So because people were oh, working from home, right. they needed yeah. to have have uh, laptop stands. It's and then a, apparently some other things are like uh, our little furry four-legged friends. So of uh, things like dogs, cats, like uh, all of that sort of stuff. So apparently the interest for dog breeders has skyrocketed up 111% over the country with New South Wales driving the most interest. Oh, wow. And, uh, interest as in not money, but interest as in wanting something. You're wanting okay. to buy okay. a, a dog or a cat or a, a rabbit or something My like that. My friends have said, like, they were looking for a pug. And usually, like, before COVID, it was about yeah. 3000 for, like, a, a high, you know, high, high bred one. Yeah. And she said now it's, like, $7,000. Yeah, I know. It's ridiculous. It's, oh, Yeah, my mum wants to get a cat, and she really likes, like, the British shorthair ones. Yeah. They start at $3,500. Oh, wow. And go up from up from there so From yeah it's, it's, it's incredible um yeah and i guess people just want companions and all that sort of stuff and then the last thing is homebrew kits homebrew so if you can't oh, go to the pub right. you got to make your own like fire water that's right in your bathtub because i remember um, that episode where you're saying that a lot of the brewers had to throw out beers because they yeah, expired yeah, due yeah. to covid shutdown yeah because they couldn't move yeah. their stock which is really sad they should have given it to all the um the student Students. staff that they laid off like <laughs> and people in startup homes. yeah take yeah take five cases of beer home with you like this will get you through lockdown sorry Do you, know you lost what? your that job would be a great campaign people have been taking photos going oh thanks cub or yeah. thanks colton yeah thanks forex well, the breweries actually took a lot of the beer back mm. and recycled it, but a lot of pubs were stuck with stock that they couldn't use. Yeah. They should have given it to their employees. Why didn't we think of that earlier? We oh. could have done a whole social media thing about that. Yeah, I know. You know, lost opportunity. Anyway. But um, I don't I don't know. Like, there's another topic that we haven't touched on. It's like probably online gambling, right? That would have yeah. skyrocketed. Online gambling mm. has, I don't have any stats on it, but um, mm. phenomenal. Yeah. So apparently, you know how you could draw down on your super early mm. and you could use it for like whatever you food want. and living oh. and rent and all that sort of stuff? Yeah. People were drawing down on their superannuation and <laughs> smashing it all on like online gambling. <laughs> and something else online too. Uh, can yeah. I, did you want me to say it? I'll, yeah, but, I'll say it. Yeah, but Pornhub was giving yeah, away like a, like a three-month um, premium membership or something. It'd be it'd be amazing to look at like the stats of like internet traffic and all that sort of stuff. I know, unbelievable. <laughs> anyway, um, what about you? What what did you end up buying more I during bought, this period? I bought a laptop stand. I bought a pet. Yeah, um, that's all, exactly all, what all they the all obvious say. stuff. I bought a game. Um, <laughs> 
yeah, all all of the, an extra TV subscription. So now I've got like Netflix and Stan, and <laughs> I never watch them, but they still come out of my bank account. Like, <laughs> and their yeah. stocks are going up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks all people of, like you. Yeah, just all the token stuff, really. Yeah, and I I bought Amazon, so that was actually quite a good investment. Oh yeah, okay. Mm. Oh, a, a coffee machine I bought as well. Coffee that machine. was a great oh, yeah. investment. Yeah, that's huge. $95 coffee machine from no, $80 coffee machine from Kmart. Okay, that's and really good. It's like affordable. a proper barista one that you put the coffee grinds in and stuff. Okay. It's really yeah. good. That's to keep you up and running properly, you yeah, know, of during the day doing work. Yeah. 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 I think that's all about I bought. I think I bought uh, lots of food. Yeah, food. Food. Over, it was all about food. Overeating, not exercising, which is terrible. Anyway, let's roll over to Secret Asians, Asian-ish. What's the password? Captain Bagrat. Come in. Yes. So you've got, um, you want to talk about rock and roll, about the, the rock, Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> the solid rock, yes. Yeah. And and tell me, is he is he Asian? He's Polynesian on his mother's side. So do we classify that as being Asian? Hmm, it's a question I like to poise at you. Yeah. Mm. I, yeah, I would say. Yeah, I would say we could um, we could classify, classify him. Yeah. Because there's a lot of they, they always call it Asia Pacific. So Polynesia is in the Pacific. So yeah. technically he's Asian-ish. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I think he qualifies. Okay, excellent. So so myth busted. He is Asian-ish. <laughs> he's Asian-ish. <laughs> and so everyone should know about his history. I suppose that he was a wrestler. Um, yep. And he took on his father's uh, wrestling name, which was Jackie, uh, not Jackie, <laughs> I'm thinking Jackie Chan, uh, Rocky Johnson. Uh-huh. Yeah, so his father was a pro and they've had three generations in their family. Yeah. And so he got his first acting gig um, playing his dad as a cameo in the sitcom That 70s Show with Ashton Kutcher. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so it runs in the blood. Apparently they have a lot of other... Um, wrestlers in the family like mm-hmm. the wild Samoan okay Yokozuna Rikishi Umanga and current WWE Raw Women's Champion Nia Jax okay yeah yeah because Polynesians are good rugby players they've got big big builds like mm. very very solid solid characters um so another little interesting fact about um about The Rock is like his first role was in um, the 2001 film The Scorpion King. Oh, I remember and that. He, <laughs> is that what the mum? That's the mummy, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he, he won the world record for the highest um, paid debut lead. How much? Five and a half million dollars. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I think we should enter the WWF. Yeah, but those WWF dudes get paid a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. Like you can see all the fanfare and the glitz and glamour and all that sort of stuff, but like the advertising and. All that stuff, like it's a really, really wealthy, wealthy sport. There's a yeah. lot of money in WWF. And people pay, place bets as well, don't they? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So it's like a coordinated TV show, uh, but then you, you can also gamble. Yeah. You can gamble on that as well. Yeah, it sounds like it's just rigged to be for exploitation, right? <laughs> but then there's men's category and then there's women's category as well, what, right? What, yeah, 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 yeah. What what was your favorite um, rock movie? Well, my favorite is actually Jumanji. Welcome to the Jungle. I don't like the second one. I like the first one where they didn't have uh-huh. too many complicated um, characters. So it was just the four of them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, who swap bodies. <laughs> <laughs> so that's eight technically. Yeah, and then wasn't he in that Baywatch, the second Baywatch movie uh, or something yeah, that as was well? Okay. Yeah. I like that. It didn't have much of a storyline, but it was. It's not meant for that. It was like a, you know, something you watch when you don't want to 
use any brain, brain cells cell. sort of yeah. thing. Yeah, for you to like escapism. Yeah, yeah, ultimate escapism. Yeah, well, I like some of the Fast and Furious. Uh-huh. Um, with him in it, it's not bad. Um, I yep. particularly like it in all his films where he consistently raised one eyebrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, huh? 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 I'm going to take someone out. <laughs> But he is like a big ball of muscle. This guy, he actually looks scary. I don't know if, if I want to meet him in real life because I'm just like, oh my God. I kind of, I think I'll probably be in fear. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So speaking of big balls of muscle, what are you up to tonight? Well, I probably will go back home and watch Glow, the okay. gorgeous ladies of wrestling. So it's a Netflix TV show. Really? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's, if it's based on the real story or not. I haven't researched that. Yeah. But it's about these ladies who um, who couldn't find a job being an actress. So, so And they all they have their into, own stories. They went know. into WWF. Yeah. So, they, so this producer goes, hey, look, I've got this director guy and we're going to produce the gorgeous ladies of wrestling. So we want to... Wow. Be the first to have ladies wrestling on TV. Wow. Minus the jelly. <laughs> Minus the jelly, but legit. And have, you know, like you said, it's a TV show, so it has to be scripted. Yeah, and yeah. Training. Yeah. Have to have a storyline. Yeah. And then betting as well. Yeah. Yeah, it's a wow. pretty cool show. It's all 80s. It's so so glamorous and 80s and neon. I love yeah. it. Wow, sounds cool. I'll, I'll have a look at that. I, um, you've inspired me as well to pick up <laughs> one of the Joe Rogan podcasts. Oh, yeah? Because I'm a couple behind as well. Like, oh, Because right. he's the WWF like, commentator dude, right? Oh, I don't watch Have you watch ever listened it. to one of his shows? Yeah, it's interesting. He interviews interesting people. Mm. Like he um, he interviewed um, Kanye a couple of weeks ago. Oh, Kanye. That Didn't guy's... he run for president? He's crazy, man. <laughs> like he, he's not there. Like he, he starts talking about something and he just goes off on a complete tangent. Tangent. Wow. He's like he thinks... He's thinking, you know, 10 or 50 times ahead of where he's at. and That's what I'm like when I'm using those black markers and I'm sniffing. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens with me too. So I think maybe Kanye's been sniffing too many of the markers. Uh, that, I mean, you know what? If that was the worst that could be said about him, it's probably not too bad, right? <laughs> oh, poor Kanye. <laughs> Good on you. All right. So let's wrap it up. And thank you very much, Abadam, for another right. week. Catch you later. Bag right out. Hey, thanks for listening to this week's podcast. For the latest updates and kooky posts, follow us at Captain Bagrat on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you love it as much as Captain Bagrat and we do, please support us with likes and shares. If you're really digging Captain Bagrat, it does cost us a bit to produce, and we really appreciate donations and in-kind contributions via Patreon or however you like. I mean, we will never say no to be a sponsorship. Your support will bring us one step closer to having our own TV show one day and to live broadcast it from the heart of downtown Chinatown. Solid.